Hey everybody, welcome back to Sports Chat with Ben and Peter. On this episode, we're going to be talking about the relationship between sports and the media. Hey guys, how's it going? Ben here. Um, yeah, so I guess to start us off today, it's kind of just a very broad topic, but uh, a lot ties into it. Um, I guess the media and sports definitely go hand in hand with each other as that's how we get all of our sports, how we read about it. We watch videos, highlights, and stuff like that later on, all through different types of media. So you can definitely say that they are very involved with each other for sure. Yeah, I think the way that, like, sports, not only, like, teams, but athletes themselves are portrayed in the media definitely has an impact on how we think about them, whether for better or worse. Yeah, for sure. And uh, as, like, the way that they're portrayed and things that we uh, were touched upon in the video uh, about, like, their fanhood and stuff like that, um, a lot of times, like, the way your team is portrayed is how you shape your beliefs and stuff like that. And then it's not necessarily go that far with it necessarily, where, like, your beliefs are based off of the way it's portrayed. But a lot of the time, I think they can go hand in hand a little bit. Right, I think it's more like it'll influence it, but not completely shape it. Exactly. Yeah, I think that's I think that's hitting the hammer on the nail there. It definitely has a little bit of influence, in my opinion, but it doesn't completely shape your true beliefs and stuff like that. And do you think it's more like do you think like the local newspaper will have as much influence as like ESPN will? Um, I'd say I tend to believe not, but I guess it all depends on what your main source of media is. I guess for a lot of people our age, it's more so social media and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Whereas with older generations, it may be TV more so or newspapers, like you said. But do you think even like ESPN will try to force a narrative, but like the local newspapers just trying to report on sports and like give a little bit of analysis while ESPN has a little bit more of an agenda? Yeah, I agree completely. That's the thing. With, with the national media, you, you kind of get an agenda a lot of the time. Um, Something that kind of ties into this, uh, I guess, the Astros last year with the cheating uh, scandal that happened in the 2017 World Series. Um, Last night, they were on Sunday Night Baseball versus the Dodgers. I know ESPN was apparent. I I wasn't watching the game. I was watching football. But I saw on Twitter that the ESPN announcers were kind of pushing agenda to feel uh, sorry for the Astros and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, I think it's happened a lot with that. It's happened a lot with all the protests and sports going on recently. They've, it's Sometimes you have to really think about what they're trying to push on you, but they're, it's hard not to have an opinion on it when you talk about it 24-7, and I think that comes through with a lot of the anchors and analysts. Yeah, for sure. That's They're trying to just keep the conversation going, I think, and maybe sometimes it doesn't go exactly where they want it to or whatnot, but – I'd say definitely with the national broadcast and stuff like that, you definitely have some sort of influence there with the networks. But how much do you think that, like, um, like they'll try to – are they trying to get you to talk about it or get you to talk about it the way they want you to talk about it? Um, honestly, I think the thing that happens with ESPN a lot of the time is they're trying to spark conversations. So they're making – not necessarily absurd takes or something like that, but something that a lot of people may disagree with a lot of the time, I think. And then that'll start conversation and make people talk about the whatever the subject is and make it blow up a little bit, maybe. 
Right. And that's not even necessarily to force to change your opinion or have the conversation just to keep you watching because you want to see what else they're going to say on Colin Kaepernick or whoever. And it's almost more of a business tactic than it is anything else. Yeah, I could definitely agree with that. A lot, maybe sometimes it's not even more so message. It's more, they just want to get the clicks and the views and stuff like that. Yeah. It's a lot of clickbaity stuff. It's like, and there's some people that do it more than others, but I think that's definitely pretty common. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm trying to think what else really ties in this here. Um, I guess maybe like the different accounts and stuff you can follow on social media and how you watch your sports highlights could shape how you see the game and stuff like that, I guess. Yeah, I think that's true. Like, I think like one example is like if one per- random, not even necessarily a random person on Twitter, but say a former player feels one way about someone that's currently playing, then people will be like, oh, I agree with him. So, And he's in the media and he's still out there. So I'm going to kind of side with him and then I'll shape how I view this player or this team, even if that's yeah. not necessarily how I felt originally. Yeah, for sure. Um, I could either go the, even go the other way, in my opinion. Like you said, like a foreign player. I know someone – I'm a big Nets fan. Uh, Kendrick Perkins is always – bagging on uh, Durant and Kyrie on national TV on ESPN and just changed my views of Kendrick Perkins now. <laughs> right, right, right. Kind of makes me want to get fired with them. Yeah. And I um, think that, like, sometimes – and that's all the same as there are with the political issues. That's just the on-the-field issues. They – say like skip bayless a lot of times just says outrageous stuff to get you to pay attention to what he's saying and doesn't really really doesn't even really think it himself but he just knows that it's an outrageous claim and he wants you to keep listening yeah that for sure i think those types of shows like the the skip bayless and the first take of course mm-hmm. and um that's a skip and shannon that one called? yeah undisputed yeah, or whatever those shows i feel like for sure are the ones that tend to do it more often and they're arguably the more popular shows as well. So I guess they could go hand in hand for sure. Right. Meanwhile, I'm like a sports center, just some basic, you know, just trying to show you highlights. Like there might be some analysis, but they're not necessarily trying to push a view on you as much as just giving what they think. I don't think it's as like aggressive maybe. Yeah, exactly. So it, so I guess we come to the conclusion that like, depending on what type of shows you watch, what you follow on social media could all depend could all change your views based on that right i think that's looks like the sports center might tie in more with like the philly inquirers just trying to yeah, give you a recap and in. some slight analysis yeah yeah no i agree with that for sure whereas like in the other shows they go more in depth and try to make you pick a side right right um do you think that like I even in like the past 10 or 15 years that media sports media is trying to have more of an influence on you than it did before um yeah I'd say definitely uh, I wouldn't necessarily know obviously but um just based on like what my dad talks about and stuff like that and like things I've heard of sports in the past like it's way bigger now and like you could tell because as the players are getting way more money 
if the whole thing is just on a much larger scale, there's a lot more involvement in it. Right. And in that TED talk, he even mentioned how there's so many sports networks and like for every little niche, there's a network you can watch for it. And I think that's kind of goes hand in hand with what you were saying, just expanding more and more. Yeah. Now, um, and yeah, the industry is definitely growing at this point, I think. And, uh, people are just trying to expand as much as they can try to make it more of a global thing, of course. Um, that's for like United States sports at least. Um, yeah, for, um, I guess like media has definitely changed in the last 15 years, especially with social media that there's a lot more things uh, being posted and you get to follow along a little more, I think. Yeah, do you think that like the in, and it, like popularity of social media is changing how like ESPN even behaves in its shows? Like, do you think that maybe yeah. that's why they're more discussion and opinion based than like analysis and highlights? Yeah, I'd say definitely. Because I, I think that's how they get a lot of their clicks, to be honest, and big comments, back and forth, stuff like that. A lot of qu- more conversation back and forth with people on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Right, because people will go to Twitter. They aren't, aren't really going on Twitter for the highlights. They want like the like discussion and opinion. So yeah. then they're trying to match that on the network. Yeah. Um, I guess, like, even I guess the way we watch the game, I guess, could be an example of how media is growing. Like, you could watch the game anywhere at this point on your phone. Yeah, it's kind of it's always not that you're always thinking about it, but you always have the option to go watch some type of sport wherever you are, whenever you want. And I think that I not necessarily it's a good thing or a bad thing, but like it's definitely changing how we view sport as more of a 24-7 thing than just Sunday afternoon. Yeah, or like the big game once a week or something like that. Like, right. You're always watching it if you want it to be. Well, that about wraps up this episode of Sports Chat. I'm Peter Evangelisti. I'm Ben Giovanni. Thanks for listening.